is hard, and it is still true that many lives will sadly be lost. Our advisory group on new and emerging respiratory virus threats, NERVTAG, has spent the last few days analyzing this new variant. It may be up to 70% more transmissible than the old variant, the original version of the disease. You, you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Assume you might be infectious, assume you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Today, the United Kingdom's chief medical officers have advised that the country should move to alert level five, meaning that uh, if action is not taken, NHS capacity may be overwhelmed within 21 days. And it's going to spread further. And I, I must level with you, level with the, the British public, um, more families, uh, many more families, are going to lose loved ones before their time. Your colleague on SAGE, John Edmonds, has just sent me a statement saying that as far as he's concerned, this is the worst moment of the epidemic because of the extraordinary inf infectivity of this new strain. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, this is a horrible moment for sure. I can just say I'm really sorry to hear about your two relatives who died from this virus. I mean, it is a very dangerous virus uh, for many people. We're looking to move to a different regime, so as we come to the fourth step, we will change the basic tools that we have used to control human behaviour.
Perth of after reading that little line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. Yeah, in a coup they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. Alright, alright folks, uh, time for uh, another stream. Doc's feeling a little better today and um, it's late and um, well, we've got to uh, get our wading boots on and uh, get into the uh, <laughs> sewer that is the Houstonic River. So I'm going to uh, flick over to Shogun Rikasu. Uh, just bear with me one second. Let me do this. Let people see your face, Charles. Do this. Um... I don't have to ask how you are. I just saw you a few minutes ago. So. Yep. Yeah. So haven't changed. Um, just, uh, just more handsome, sir. That's all. What can I say? <laughs> all right. So um, with uh, it's all that CIA money, right? <laughs> so instead of actually doing science, um, pouring through the data, you know, looking at things like race-based biowarfare the preeminent fucking problem on our, well, I don't know if it's the preeminent problem. I was just looking at Council for Foreign Relations, uh, put out a report, uh, get ready for a two-front limited nuclear war in East Asia. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there's that to think about, but um, it just it just goes with the vector that we're we're on already so um but obviously we're here to talk about and credit credit to Charles for this one who's tonic dot lie i wish i'd thought of that <laughs> mofo <laughs> well all i did was take out the v so yeah well and uh still there's uh 
it's witty. I wish uh, I wish I'd thought of it. Um, well, I mean, well, I mean, sometimes things have to be done. Yeah, and yeah. Well, apparently, apparently, we can go round uh, nuking bridges now. So, <laughs> we've got uh, we've got good material, I guess, to tee off on, and maybe maybe the last Giga Spiral stream actually turned into quite a. Uh, informative one as we basically we looked at the latest literally latest with respect to um race specificity of SARS-CoV-2 boom on your in your face um data that again it's just scientific data at the moment it could be proved wrong by another lab um that's all you can do with scientific data is just um you chalk it up see uh see which hypothesis it fits and uh right now i would say everything is falling into the uh <laughs> the seaburn bucket i think well yeah definitely seaburn i mean not i don't think uh, is race-based stuff part of this yes clearly because the, what do you think they were doing in georgia and in, in ukraine mm. but um in relation to SARS-CoV-2 itself, that that's only one potential facet of this. There's mm. a lot more. Um, and, and look, now, the... of course, but but since we're peddlers of of a narrative, mm. gain of function is is real. Um, mm. You know, I guess we should All right. we should do our due diligence and yes, and narrative controllers. Yes. Um we should and so um should we just it, it's late and we're got a busy few days and so um i'm gonna i think we yeah should we just... should probably just tee off and uh, give like explain uh what it is that we're like well you've, you've got a fresher uh um you only saw it an hour or two ago so um so I've had time to think about it because people were just lighting up my Discord with it since yesterday or earlier today, I would say, sorry. No, yesterday now. And um, your first impressions of um, Houstonic Live, Mark Kulak um, and uh, the claims that he's making in that 26, 27 minutes. 2322 but who's okay. <laughs> well maybe the uh it helps to have a good memory yeah um, mine mine so is... it helps me keep all the narrative like <laughs> facets in place yeah dude i'd be useless at that mine uh my memory is uh fading fast what's the uh well I'm, i mean I'm... uh if i was doing <laughs> well, those scores <laughs> for alzheimer's <laughs> i'd be i'd be nudging up yeah, we're just trying to we're just trying to push you across the finish line of uh, <laughs> right. of in terms of you know your affidavit and testifying while well, you still can. <laughs> but um, so, like my first impressions, um, I mean, uh, I was we're accused of me coming to Japan to to further. Um, hatch plots and and practice and work together to create narratives or something i'm not really sure um and i was said that i was living with you um 
and I'm not in your house. So no. I guess we should start with that. Um, mm. uh, you know, I had, I was going through a lot in the first half of the year and uh, it was Dr. McCairn who, whom I had met and hung out with uh, the previous fall, almost a year ago now. Mm. And, uh, and y- 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 you knew about that, that it's going through some rough times and, uh, and you brought me here mm. and that's pretty much it. And even reached out, uh, did even Christian Gavin thing today, this little short-term apartment place. Yeah. It's not where you live. Mm. Um, although I will, I will have to be crashing on your couch for the next two nights before I fly out finally to go back home. Um, but yeah, so I wasn't living with you and I didn't come here. Well, part of it, you know, the excuse was that we're we're start we're starting working on a book, um, which we are, and, and we have been putting effort into that. We've also been getting ready for this other conference that we're going to have as soon as I get back. Um, but also, you know, you as a friend just brought me here, and it. it I had a chance to decompress. It was that primarily, dude. <laughs> Look, um, from my perspective, yeah. I knew, right, and I know what burnout looks like. I know when people have been gunning it and you'd been gunning it for a long, long time. And so much so that people had noticed your work at the very tops of power structures that we see, right? I don't know what's behind those, but the... Um, I know what that looks like and I know what it feels like and I was in a position to be able to help Charles out in that respect and uh, I hope I hope I can say it's given Charles an, another view of things I would say well I've had it I've just I've, like this has had a massive impact on my life like it I I really did have a chance to decompress. Um, I had thrown everything into this fight. And then um, I suddenly had a great opportunity and I was in the middle of that opportunity. And then uh, that was surprisingly taken away. And, uh, and that caused more problems because uh, financially that was a great situation, and so, and so it really hurt when when JC went on stream and claimed that I had left because I was a that I didn't want to highlight my tie to RFK when in the contract that we signed we weren't supposed to be talking openly about what we were doing. That was kind of the point. So, um, and then to say that I left because of that, because of Substack. So I, I left and what made, I left because I wanted to make, I wanted to protect 10 times less than the amount of income that I was making as a consultant there, um, which is absolutely ridiculous. And, um, and that didn't really help uh, my personal situation that added a significant amount of stress. So, you know, I don't want to blame them for my own 
familial difficulties. But uh, having that financial rug pulled out for me didn't help. And especially when I understood the reasons for it and I watched it happen in real time, just like you did. Mm-hmm. And and then followed six months of, well, uh, Fine. And... just hard, a hard six months. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yes, you, you offered to bring me out here. I, you know, after consulting with my, my parents and and people and they said yeah you should that'd be really good for you people who knew me best mm. and they were right and then it, i had i was it was so great being here that i extended it <laughs> and, and doubled mm. the amount of time mm. and, yeah it's uh, been great man <laughs> it's, it's been awesome yeah and it really has had a, a massive impact on my life mm. and so it has nothing to do with trying to m- meet with my fellow cabal mates and work on establishing some sort of narrative. Mm. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so I'm just grateful for that. And so f- to have that be the basis of innovations, is, is, it's insulting. It's, it's something deeper than insulting because of how much this trip has meant to me. Um, and yeah, but I mean, it's well, really all I can uh, Down my way, we'd be throwing hands already, bro. <laughs> That's what well, I'll I mean, saying. we have more important, we have more important fights to fight. And I'm feeling better. Yeah, I'm back, kind of in shape. I'm developing normal human habits again. Now I'm re <laughs> balancing that with with research and other stuff, getting back into the swing of things. And um, and here we have. Right as that's happening, we have this continued distraction, and uh, and we have to we have to address it. Yes, we do, and I think that's what we'll um, be doing right now. And uh, funnily enough, dude, um, I got some intel as I was uh, getting ready for this. I'll feed it to you as we're um, going through the stream, but. Um, okay. In the chat or in Skype? Uh, in Skype. Okay. And, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know how much you know about Mark's past and uh, being on the Hillary Clinton email server boondoggle. Uh, that was... I had some awareness of that, I, but I don't know, like, any specifics about it. So well, I'll, I'll feed you uh, what it is. Okay. We'll decide if we want to... Um, Add that to the mix or not? Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, let me share screen. And uh, sloppily, I've not got the link ready. I was uh, uh, that blick was distracting me with uh, well important important shit. That's what we pay for. Mando, thank you very much for fifty bucks. Much much appreciated. Um, it uh, keeps us in the fight, sir keeps us in the fight all right I mean, so... it's also i just want to say um the support that you guys have done has also been helpful in him supporting me and allowing me to be here mm-hmm. so whether you know it or not um you've been a part of that and so i wanted to thank all of you yes 
FC supports me. It really has made a massive difference for me. So thank you. Choice words, Charles. Nice. All right. So um, he's singing. How long has this been going on? I don't know the group, but um, we'll jump to where we can see uh, lies face. And <laughs> we can uh, go from here. Let me make this. Oh, I won't be able to see the chat. Um, Peter, Peter, Peter Carmichael. I know that one off. Oh, no sound, right? It's the 18th year, 2023. And I don't know what the title of this video is going to be. I... Um, you making a complete ass of yourself and um, actually demonstrating that um, any trust that I had in your analysis uh, is um, has shaken uh, many, many points that um, where I was in... I trusted what the data you were bringing forward, which is kind of a sad reflection on my uh, judgment. But how about that for a title? I sometimes I don't know until. And you know what? Um, it's a fucking bitch title because um, what he's doing is, is he's sort of front loading. And look, man, the stuff about control is funny as fuck to me. <laughs> but um, like he's taking swipes. Passive aggressive little swipes at myself, Charles, and um, being a bitch about it. And um, as is, like I say, Cooey's got bitch written all over him, smelled it off him from even before we met. And um, the, uh, the, I don't know, is it where, yeah, we should just play it all because it sort of spins, it sort of frames where he goes with. Um, his. Uh, you mean you want to start halfway through, or you just want to? Well, start I'm just, I just, I think we should let him speak. I don't, I don't want to be accused of not listening to all his argument and analysis. So I'll, I'll speed right. it up somewhat. And, but let's review what we're going to talk about. And I only have 30 minutes, so I can't spend an extensive amount of time on uh, this particular episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> Look, the thing I used to say, I didn't mean it as an insult, but um, it's so fucking low energy and dull. <laughs> yeah. You know what I found? It's better to have a bit of charisma doing this job. <laughs> well, you can, I, you can get more people to listen to you. Are you, are you accusing him of being like Jeb Bush? Like, like, what, like what Trump said? Low uh, energy Jeb. Low energy low Jeb. Energy. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be uh, all the weaponized uh, ticks that invaded his family, which can't be a real thing now. Um, well, I mean, yeah, that is that is ironic. Yeah. Given that ticks have played a major role in warfare, which actually reminds me mm. um, of that uh, that new allergy to red meat. Yeah. Went yeah. from ticks. Mm. Um. I'm sure that's completely natural. Well, I mean, if, if, look, I think it. Most of the, all of these things have a natural basis, right? They don't. Uh, well, maybe that's about to change with the, um, wow, well, the the quantum leap that's coming in biology. That's not just 
genetics. It goes much, much deeper than that. Um, but the, uh, the, the allergy would have been a thing. And I'm sure that they'd honed in on that, like they've honed in on post-viral conditions to find ways to amplify it. And, you know, the, the tick is the ultimate loiter weapon, right, that just sits out there, it's programmed to do one thing, and just keeps doing it, right? And it also uh, becomes yeah. a reservoir for your weapon of choice. And, you know, the red meat allergy, um, Who's, who's, you don't have to think very far to think who, who wants uh, people not eating meat, right? Yeah. Um, you know, the same people that are buying up all the land. Um, well, anyway, so yeah, that, that was kind of a segue, but that just happened to be something that, that I was posting about because um, Lyme disease was a bioweapon that, that got out. Mm. Sorry, people, if you, spoiler alert. Yeah. And um, ticks have been used as a vector, but but there's also viruses that and bacteria that don't need vectors. No. So, you know, just going to throw that out there too. Let, let, me, let me spare the audience snoozatonic, just to, to just spare us. Just yeah, I'm, try, I, I'm trying to remember when stuff... Like With the music started. fading out, I'm falling asleep, and uh, I, used to, I would listen to Mark, and, and it would be uh, yeah, I'd put it on and go to sleep, and that was my my chill out stream. But well, I mean, he, he, he I really like a lot of his work. I, I like the Bat Bomb episode was really good. Um, but I think it's time to sorry, highlight. Sorry, no, the One Health but, one was great, um, but what have they been doing for the last year? Mm. Literally for at least 10 months, they've been attacking all of us, attacking me, attacking you, and solely attacking each other mm. to the point where now there's a big divorce between them and George Webb. Yeah, and yeah. They, I, didn't, were, I didn't see that coming, dude. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see it coming either. So now <laughs> so now it's it's literally everybody. The only thing left is for Mark and JC to attack each other. Mm. That's it. Uh, yeah, well, um, just give it time, but, I guess. But all the rest of us, all the rest of us must be part of a narrative then. We we can't actually just believe what we believe because we've read the science. Right. Well, and like I say, uh, I will reiterate again to people, all, all you have right now um, in a this type of warfare that's going on. If you, if you don't think that this, you're in the the churn of war, um, you need to wake the fuck up. It's sharpish. And um, all you've got is the ability to be able to pass data and make uh, and use that as for your decision-making tree. And, um, you know, to... Uh, to lose, oh, well, you don't know, his stuff is online. It's not like, his good stuff's still online. So, um, and there's stuff that he won't go and there's stuff where he's just um, obviously either horrendously um, confused or he's 
um, I don't know. It's, it's almost looking um, deliberate. deliberate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. Rogo says, does anyone else think George Webb has his eye on Karma Doc's Michigan farmhouse? He's constantly forming about it and love bombing her. Um, probably. Uh, well, he, I don't think, I don't necessarily think that was the case. I think uh, what he wanted to do was just use it, um, manipulate it for his own gain that's what it looks like to me which which i hate i do believe that there there was genuine assistance provided to karma doc for which i'm i'm grateful we're all we're all grateful for that however ever since it's been used it's been weaponized and and, and merged into this larger argument and that's what's disgusting to me. The fact that uh, he goes so into depth talking about the specifics and using it as like a call for, for sympathy. Mm. And, but he, he, it's not like he's there with karma doc. He's just using it yeah, um, yeah. to show that he, he did his good deed. And, but he's still, he's still Paul controlling it. He's still like, making getting something from it more than just the fact of doing a good deed right and right. and that's what's wrong to me mm. yeah uh no honor or alternative uh ulterior motives i guess right. the fact that there has been a disingenuous network of independent uh citizen journalists and researchers that just doesn't. I'll put you in there now. Who's tonic lie? Sorry. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, what what did I say on July fourth last year on JC's stream? The last time that I that I streamed with. Well, I, I did other streams with him, but that was the last time I was on his stream. And at the end of it, we had we had a little discussion where I said, you know, what's important is that we stick together. And then we not stab each other in the back. Mm. And literally following that, all that's happened is that he stabbed me in the back. He He's burned every bridge, mm. nuking every bridge. Well, nukes aren't real. What's the matter Bridges aren't real, apparently. <laughs> I mean, he's he's sitting at the, he's sitting at CHD right now. I don't, I don't know how. They obviously don't watch his streams because if they did, they mm. wouldn't have it working for them. Right. Because he's sitting here, left and right, just leading them down terrible paths and attacking people that they support. So it it doesn't make any sense. They they clearly are not watching his streams. Mm. So yeah, um, yeah. and you know, I, once again, I don't want to piss all over them, but I have literally been slandered. And I know what that means uh, I, as a legal term, because I was supposed to be in my third year of law school right now. And, uh, well, I'm not because the pandemic started. This is why so, I'm a cunt to everyone online, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I mean, so I've sacrificed a lot for this and I've had close people die. And um, oh, but yours, yours don't count. <laughs> yeah. Mine don't count. Just... Um, so we, we so established when, that last uh, giga spiral. 
Yeah, I mean, so when when he says that there's a bunch of disingenuous um, independent researchers, disingenuous how? N- name a point at which I have been di- disingenuous. Oh, diffuse. You've, because that's a blanket statement. Okay, well, diffuse. Well, he wasn't fucking there. He didn't know anything about the decision-making process and the the risk that Major Murphy took. So, um, we know wrong. way more because of fucking Marines doing their fucking doing the honourable thing, man. More than we more. would we would not if he had not made that decision to share that with me. Oh, we'd we'd still be we'd that. still be going back and forth about um, if they were well just right at the start of lab origins etc and um the full court press would have been overwhelming yeah i I mean but they couldn't do that Mm. because suddenly we had this and it's not and once again the big argument that they're making is that we don't have the capability to do this and what they don't understand or ignore or hide from their audience is the fact that they don't need to know everything. They just need to know enough. This, this is not this is not James Giordano talking about how we can we can fight or we can control brains. Mm. We can't do that. But we can put a bunch of nasty epitopes on a virus and have it cause harm in the short, medium, and long term. Now, they don't know exactly everything about what's going to happen. So what they did with SARS-CoV-2 was just make a Swiss army knife. Mm. Shout out, shout out to another narrative holder. Walter Chestnut for the Swiss army yeah. knife. <laughs> yeah. For, for Walter Chestnut or Joanna Diner mm. or you, mm. you know, or Christy Grace or, mm. Oh my God, I know I'm missing. There, there's a bunch there, of them. It's the many, many, many. That are in but, the... but there's so many and and they've slowly been you know stabbed in the back of, by jc the bridges have slowly been burned as one by one they've said yeah well you know what actually no that's not the case because we do see clinical evidence that uh that there was a virus and and instead of incorporating that into his ideas he has simply ignored them and has channeled his energy towards protecting his audience from the evidence. Mm. You don't see him. You don't see him on his stream anymore talking about papers. Mm. When was the last time you saw a stream where he pulled up three or four papers and talked about him? Mm. Yep, yep, yep. All right. None. You can have more. Someone said, well, Danby says, I did see an article about vac zombies the other day. It made me think of old Doc. <laughs> that was <laughs> the zombie skit, man. That was funny as fuck. That um... was pretty good. <laughs> really exist. Uh, it looks like it exists. And it looks like there's factions. It looks like there's arguments. But it's not real. And this, of course, existed before the world was decided. Uh, like Nick's aren't real. The decision was made to throw everything into the fire. It is ridiculous to think that uh, there would have been a decision made to 
the best way of saying it, uh, uh, to throw everything into unrest and then not, uh, intentionally, knowingly, and then have the Internet and not and not have it uh, buttoned up in a way uh, such that uh, it would allow truly free wandering, independent people to take a lead on things. That was a ridiculous thing to think about when you re when you really get down into it. Narratives were pre-built and then stops were already pre-organized, little backstops for people who decided to go onto the Internet and try to figure out what was going on. And of course, everyone that's first was part of that pre-engineering. You mean like that, uh, that cushy job, that backstop job you got for JD? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Near so, pre-designed. Yeah. Um, so and I, uh, whew. oh man. Oh man. There's so much there. Like, uh, no, actually, believe it or not, they've been trying. Yes. Does, does the deep state and whoever runs the world, do they want to control things through the internet? Yes. Were they terrified by the fact that the internet was, was, became this mostly open and free place and that they wanted to to rein that in? Yes, that's 100% correct. But this is also an argument that they made about the FOIAs. Well, they're only releasing you know, enough to maintain the narrative, which is absolutely stupid. No, actually, believe it or not, these scientists really are that arrogant. And they really did plan the narrative. And we really did uncover it. Why? Because they didn't expect that they would get caught. They didn't, they didn't know that Drastic was going to raise enough awareness about these, these congruities. And, and you were part of that, by the way. Um, yeah. They didn't know. Adjacent, I would say. Right. It, it was going to lead to the point where, where Anthony Blinken rejected the, re the results of the World Health Organization's origin report, as did Tedros himself. So, and they did that, they had to, because the public had become aware enough that it was bullshit. And that was a result of, yes, independent researchers. Now, have some of those independent researchers gone down rabbit holes? Yes. But I don't recall myself or 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 Kevin uh, partnering up with Paul Cottrell mm. or George Webb. We didn't do that, mm. and we're not yep. responsible for the for the current public divorce. Mm. Kevin was calling out Paul Cottrell in April of 2020. Mm. Now, I want to say this: Paul Cottrell has added; he has contributed some good stuff to this debate. You know, for being a silver merchant or whatever, he still he still has done some good work and and contributed stuff, just like Bark has. But but this is a steaming pile of bullshit. I mean, it just is. Because if they if they were actually looking, the first thing that I was researching was the scientific censorship. And I was researching that and uncovering things. I was making discoveries that Congress was paying attention to. 
in all those FOIA documents. Why? Because they didn't think, first of all, that people would actually read them. And I went through all, at the time, 93,000 pages. Page by page, there's a lot of duplicate pages. So about 30,000 unique pages. And I went through every single fucking one. And so, yes, I do know the evidence. And even though they hid a bunch of stuff, if you do actually go through all of it, you are able to gain a picture of what was going on that they didn't expect. They thought that they were going to be able to censor well enough that they could nuke this and then have the World Health Organization report end it. And instead, Dasik got exposed before that can happen. And that's why we are where we are. It's not because there was a narrative that was seeded. That's absolutely ridiculous. Because the, <laughs> because the narrative would not ended with diffuse. Mm. Diffuse is proof of intent. Mm. The intelligence community lives by plausible deniability. They just do. So if we nuke the plausible deniability that the intelligence community lives on, and I can testify that they were lying to the American public. Twice. <laughs> twice then why the fuck how, how would that make me part of the narrative that's well, absolutely because you're ridiculous. still pushing this idea that there's this control and mastery of technologies that um in this <laughs> no no the, the by making the public aware of gain of function not that they not that they know perfectly how to do it but that they're fucking around with it mm -hmm. um it's not going to justify further gain of function research that's the dumbest argument on the fucking planet. Yeah. It's just dumb. Listen, listen, Darky, you don't want to understand sorry, white man's bang stick. I'm using, sorry, I'm using some, some marine language today, but you know what? Fuck. Yeah. I mean, what, what else is it going to take? We've done dozens of streams. We, we've probably put 50 papers out there. Mm. We've gone through graphs and charts and shown all this shit. And they don't show any of it. They show like 30 second clips, mm. but they will not expose their audience to an actual debate and they will not expose their audience to the actual evidence. Mm. Yeah. So the, the people who are being disingenuous are the ones who are literally trying to support a narrative and suppress everything else. Yeah. And, and that's Mark and that's JC mm. and that's George Webb mm. and that's Paul Cottrell. Sasha Latipova. Yep. No like, one. There, there's a lot of these people out there that are doing that. Yeah. But I didn't give up my entire life to to support to defend gain of function research. Mm. It's fucking ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> Just well, it'll it'll come up again. Let's let's try and get more into this. I mean, it's you know, it's fascinating the article that's come up with uh pork trowel and being picked up by people's chinese china daily <laughs> which means which means that he must the the fact the fact that that we implicate the united states as well as china mm. doesn't mean that we support china mm. or that i hate america mm. i don't fucking hate america i hate the people who killed 
millions of Americans, mm. either immediately or slowly in the next decade. Those mm. are the people I hate. So the, them, I don't hate America. And that, and Lex Bells, listen. They listen. literally said that. They literally said that, yes. that because I'm talking with you, <laughs> you hate America. that I'm an American-hating <laughs> The serving Marine. Oh, man. I swore an oath <laughs> to the Constitution, and I'm still defending it. And I'm, gonna, and I'm going to give testimony under oath. And they're accusing me of hating America. Yeah, yeah. That, that one's uh, particularly... They they literally they literally held themselves up as the patriots, and and we are the terrorists who are attacking America. <laughs> oh man, oh, it's so it's so said bananas, man. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh geez. And the actions of those individuals have had consequences. You know what? Um, snooze a tonic. So fucking slow. I'm going to put him at one and a half speed. <laughs> just that. I'm sure. Just as a mercy. Beyond most people's understanding. And in this particular episode here, this is from Chinese People's Daily. Now, I have no idea. I know it's the official publication of, the, of China, of the CCP. CCP, CCP. And well, it's one uh, of this them. is from February 24th, 2000. Yeah, it's not, it's not like uh, 150 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like one state. One state paper, state organ. I mean, they have, they have 1.3 billion people. <laughs> um, they have more than one source of news. <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, must it's be like their paper of record, sir. Uh... I don't know how to pronounce it, Kaisen or, or whatever, but that's not what it is. So this is just this is just some blog. This isn't even one of the major newspapers or anything else. This just is some random blog. Is it? Is I it... don't know. Um, yeah, it, it's 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 not like it's the single source of of propaganda. It's not the Times, sir. How dare you? And yes, uh, how shocking that that China would um, find appealing the notion of somebody who's questioning the the U.S. narrative. Mm. Yes, of course, China would like that. Mm. Yeah. Look, man, as much as I go at uh, various groups, um, chick chunks are high up on my shit list for what went down. And... Well, so, well, I want to say this. Um, I've had actual Chinese propaganda used against me. Oh, yeah. Uh, against well, Drastic. You, you, we've had videos. Met... We've had art. Uh, so I need, maybe I should find that video. You met Fang Fang? That's, but, uh... <laughs> but, but literally, they were attacking us. <laughs> But, but somehow I'm the narrative controller. Dude, you missed a trick. You could you could have got it on with Fang Fang. Oh. I don't know what that means. I don't know who Fang it's, Fang it's... is. <laughs> Just Google Fang Fang. All right, I will. I'm gonna regret it. <laughs> okay. Anyway. And twenty. Yeah. And this article here broadcasted to the entire nation of China. Okay. Painted a picture. For the entire, I mean, it's a bit like saying maybe, maybe, like I say, with this, um, oh, what's the one Tyler Durden? Oh, um, Zero Hedge? Zero Hedge. It's kind of like saying Zero Hedge <laughs> on every newsstand and 
I mean, yeah, that's actually a very good, that's a very good example. That is exactly what it is. Now, granted, I don't want to give them too much crap because they did, they did publish. One of Look, I love reading Zero Hedge. Please keep going on yeah. Zero Hedge. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, they also published Sparta, the Spartacus letter. Yep. Yep. And uh, Dan's, uh, one of Dan's articles, like, like, Zero Hedge did a lot to help. And do they have a political bent in a certain direction? Yes, they yes. do. But that doesn't mean that it's all lies. <laughs> like it's, mm. And that was independent. Like we didn't choose that. They didn't even ask. They just mm. picked it up and ran with it. Mm. So that doesn't make us the narrative simply because other people took it and ran with it. Mm. We're still independent researchers and we're not disingenuous because we show our work. And you used to do that. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Nations of China. Lie. I did. I just want to say, just want to say Houstonic lie. Because that's what it's become. Yes. Indeed. That within the United States, the United States was own government, the CDC, was lying about the number of cases which were actively in the United States and was lying about how bad it was going to be. And the face of the person for this portrayal of insider information was Dr. Paul Cottrell, a man who's not a doctor, a man who's, who's going for has a certificate at MIT in some type of engineering. And it's like a Harvard Extension School for a master's degree. He's not a doctor. He is not a did doctor you, of medicine. Did you want did you want to address Check. that? Because he has a doctorate. Yes, he is. He is a doctor. He's not a medical doctor is what uh Mark is trying to allude to here when, um, you know, you need to bring a degree of precision. And look, when you're live streaming, you fuck up and say something you meant. I don't know. What did I do the other day? I said Switzerland instead of Sweden. I was listening to that. I was like, oh. Yeah, they're basically the same. Anyway. Yeah. Actually, well, they're both beautiful places. But um, um, I don't know, man. This, the, the Swiss, but this, but this the Swiss is have a sketchy reputation, bro, on my Discord. <laughs> well, I... Well, I mean, they, yeah, they are the center of the mm. banking and other stuff. So I'm not here. To, it's a beautiful place. I'm it's a beautiful say, place. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, don't get into the politics and the, and the economics, but, um, but no, but, but when he, this isn't a slip up, he is highlighting this. Mm. But the point is, is that he is <laughs> a, a doctor and yes, has he been a silver merchant and has he been like, like posing or yes. not, not even posing, but, but LARPing, like implying, mm. Im, LARPing, <laughs> implying that it, that it was something that he was not. Mm. Yes. Very, yes. Very much so. Very much. But, so. but until last week, you were buddies with, with George Webb, mm. who's been like the nexus of that reality. So, uh, you know, that was the first one to be calling Cottrell out. <laughs> Look, <laughs> whether you whether you like that particular angle or not, um, back then when people were struggling to get their hands on with respect to information, you know, someone that would again go on the vitamin grift um, at that point in time uh, was not playing by um, a, a bad faith actor. 
in, in especially especially when he is LARPing as a MD at that stage. Maybe he is in medical school now. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I yeah, but, but it was the fact that he was in medical school and I mean, I mean yes, so that's bad. Yeah. He he was but, uh, but you were the one three years ago saying this. Not Mark. You were the one. Yep. So so he's calling out Cottrell for being what you said that he was. Mm. But then trying to paint us as being <laughs> in league with Cottrell. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that that name Kulak. Um... I mean, I, I don't I don't know what else to say. Like you literally he the other day, JC has been breaking down in videos where you were hating on Cottrell <laughs> in April of 2020, <laughs> which is what he is doing right now. <laughs> but somehow this, the circle has become complete where we must be in league with Cottrell <laughs> because some of our ideas are the same. Wait, man, I, d I don't know. Have you seen the, the manlet uh, picture that I used to? <laughs> the, the what? <laughs> The manlet sure picture, have. but I'm sure I have. Yeah, I... <laughs> Let, let's see if we can get a few more sentences whilst I try and <laughs> uh, dig that up. I was aren't switched on. Um, fucking power cuts today was fucking awful, Charles. Just the weather, sup balls, power cuts going off left, right, and center. Um, that was it. Was nice in Nagoya, of course. I was mostly was. around, but um, went to the Poke Center. Still, uh, the the storm sort of chilled it out a bit somewhat but if you look at his thesis it references a couple of doctors in like what nigeria and uh, indonesia as all the sources of the lab information i even think his thesis is garbage it would not pass the thesis of a phd program at harvard we don't know who um he didn't do his phd at harvard i want to say fordham maybe which seems likely because Fordham is in Manhattan. Jig says he misses me curb stomping control into dust. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got those. Yeah, streams. but you're actually in league. See, see, actually, I, I came here to Japan to work with Kevin and Paul Cottrell and Ryan Dawson and others in a giant cabal to ensure that, that JC couldn't get his infectious clone theory Right. Uh, out into the world <laughs> that's why i came here didn't have anything to do with anything else <laughs> i came here because because really i believe in paul cottrell and, and he's my friend and we we work together behind the scenes to control the narrative oh, the he, he even throws person. some some silver shekels my way just in the so typical uh in the typical um wait for it i'll use uh the jewel pays you in nano silver though <laughs> uh, i'll let it slide <laughs> all right let's go called paul cottrell in the middle of february to leak cdc worst case numbers i suspect that it was actually engineered that it that the internal numbers of the case fatality rate that was expected within the cdc as corrupt as these organizations are was probably leaked out with bad information, intentionally even overinflated, possibly. 
or maybe uh, it was they, someone came forward within the CDC of a case fatality rate projection that was astronomically high. Someone took a couple of snapshots, and then uh, at the at the they said, "Oh, I'm sorry, we had the wrong slide on the screen," and then they 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 updated the slide. We don't know what the real numbers were. Either way, something leaked out that was ridiculous. It was like two million, and someone texted Paul Cottrell this, and then this information went kind of viral. Oh my God, the CDC is expecting two million people. Then on the same day, an unidentified person, hat and mask, sunglasses, whatever, called Shrimp Zoo in Buffalo, New York, claims to have said that there is confirmed six confirmed COVID cases in Buffalo that the CDC is lying about. Shrimp Zoo. All right, just forget about Shrimp Zoo, dude. But uh, just this picture, man. I used to fucking bust his balls over that, right? Just what a little piccolino man he is, right? He's... <laughs> I reckon he's about less than five foot tall, right? And um, uh, he's gonna be taller than that. Nah, well, why nah, do nah. we have it? What appears to be six closed full beer bottles, right? <laughs> his 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 thing of um, library photos and what have you. It, a lot of it is vain bullshit posting. Again, laughing, but. Um, you know, give him you know, a scale of a beer bottle. There, he's not he's not many beer bottles tall, and uh, those that is true. Yeah, he's not he's not the biggest. No. Now, and then we see like his five screens. Yeah, which I'm sure is useful. Oh no, no, I have. Oh, I had a nice setup. I don't need more. Don't even have a residence until three days from now. So, um, but. You know, I, I had a rig with a couple of screens mm. and uh, he's got five. Mm. You know, that's cool, I guess. Uh, uh, I mean, maybe he's, he's doing lots of shit. I don't know. Jig uh, says he's such a little kid. His monitors are tablets. <laughs> <laughs> he stands to stream with full zoom on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Oh, God. Oh, Paul Zoo. Working with Cottrell, another most likely manufactured leak. Zoo claims his wife works at the Buffalo Hospital and is privy to all this insider information. Of course, someone from Wuhan just happened to come back, uh, or several people, I guess. And now, and now the coronavirus is going viral. Yes. In Buffalo. Yes. Yes. Magically, someone, what are the odds that somebody came from Wuhan to Buffalo? Actually, they're pretty fucking high because Wuhan is the size of Los Angeles. And uh, the Chinese New Year is when hundreds of millions of Chinese people travel all across China and all from across the world to go back to their hometowns to celebrate the Chinese New Year and then go back home. So it is, it is entirely possible that, that someone from Wuhan went home and then came back, mm-hmm. which would actually make sense because, because then it would be about the right time for them to be sick and to cause you know well like, wikipedia says but, you know. just trying to find a figure for new york and it was says the first case was march 1st the first case yeah uh that doesn't sound right that sounds really i mean like i got sick on march 9th first case of COVID-19 in the U.S. state of New York during the pandemic was confirmed on March 1st, 2020, 
and the state oh, quickly became an epicenter. Confirmed. Hmm. So I don't know. What did he say? February 15th for... Um, uh, well, no, this says... Is... I think, think this is February 24th, but, but basically what this is saying, a data point with a caller from Buffalo, New York, stating that there are six confirmed COVID-19 cases that the CDC has not released to the public. Uh, well, I mean, I feel like that is possible. Now, people need to understand that, and I know this because I was the second case in my county, which was a, happened to be a massive county, um, um, that's uh, part of the Dallas suburbs. And so I was an incredibly early case. Um, like, well, suspected case. And so I had been traveling. I was in Madrid the day that <laughs> I later discovered that because I was in Madrid the day before the Italian border closed. Mm. And the day after I left Madrid, they announced 1500 cases in a single day in Madrid. Uh, I believe that was March 8th because March 7th. Well, one of those days. Um, so, and then I was sick and then I was really fucking sick, but it took seven to 10 days. I don't even remember because you had to do a first test and then you had to do a second test and they had to be mailed, mm. shipped, to the CDC so that the CDC could test them. So it's entirely possible that they were doing this, but the, but I want people to understand that there, there was like a time difference that needs to be accounted for. Um, could there have been, cause they were already testing cases. So it's an, it's entirely possible that, that this is true. Um, because even it says CDC sus suspects cases in over 32 states at this point. Any case that has been identified but not yet confirmed is a suspect case. And that's what I was. And so there's they're saying that there are six confirmed cases, which means they've been sick for a while and they had positive results come back from the CDC. That there's That's entirely possible given the timeline. Like there, there's no reason, to, there's no reason to to assume that this is just pure fabrication. And look, I, I what, spoke to Shrimp what do I know? a few times, yeah. and I haven't spoke to him in the, well, not since really the beginning of the pandemic. But um, he just seemed like a spurgy little kid to me. <laughs> I don't even know what spurg means. I think I roughly know what it means, that, but just like just people that. Um, well, it's a play on Asperger's with sort of OCD like gotcha. tendencies. Okay, for... gotcha. Spur. Okay, I see. Um, I see. So I've uh, been using it in the right context when I use it. Mm -hmm. that, that's what I was thinking. But so okay, so he, well, yes, I mean, but the point is, is that he was trying to, like, he knew something that he thought was important. Mm -hmm. Um you are not like a major platform. In fact, I don't even know that you were doing much streaming. You were just starting to stream. So if they were going to seed a narrative, they would seed a narrative with Tucker Carlson. 
Right. <laughs> they wouldn't seed a narrative with Kevin McCarran. Or uh, Polk Trial. Right. And I mean, I mean, George Webb has been doing this type of seeding or slash journalism, you know, for for a long time. Mm. Um so yeah, that's possible that, that he was trying to bend people or trying to, to nudge people in certain directions. Um but like he, he had um a whole arc, I guess, of um well, of biowarfare, right? And the uh what's the Pakistani links oh. to Clinton. I forgot the names. I don't remember. Um, Mohammedans. Yeah. That's... Well, <laughs> the Mohammedans I, I, down the street. I'm a, <laughs> I'm aware that uh, that there is. I think it's like John Podesta and and these other links to tie back. Yeah, yeah that's possible. Okay. Which, but, in effect, is in Mark's orbit. But right. shrimp, but shrimp zoo, shrimp zoo was probably not like trying to do narrative. Like, if no, you if it was my impression, that was a nerdy kid who who looked feeble to me. <laughs> he I mean, had, he said, he had autoimmune disorders, right? And so he was concerned about whether he should wear a mask right now. And... Right. So, I mean, th there's perfectly logical. I mean, I, I never saw him, but if you if you actually like saw him, um, then yeah, like, why would we assume? Once again, if you're going to see the narrative, mm. you're not going to start with Kevin McCarran. Like, it's just <laughs> like, how dare uh, you, sir? <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no offense, but. <laughs> <laughs> but if I, he said my going, online demeanor is off putting. <laughs> yeah. So, the the problem is is that um, that yes, uh, I worked with Major Murphy to release the diffuse documents, but people don't know all of the stuff that went into that. And eventually, I will testify about those things, and so will Major Murphy, and so and that wasn't the only thing you told me. But the bottom line is, is that what we the reasons why we did the things the way we did, and the reasons why we released them in the manner that we released them, um, is not was the opposite of, of narrative. <laughs> we were trying to stop the narrative, mm. and I don't give a fuck if they don't grasp all the intricacies of that. Even though I've talked about it behind the scenes. Um, I don't give a shit. But I bring evidence and I'm going to testify under oath about all these things. Um, George Webb is is really fond of of saying, oh, well, he's going to pull people into court to do X, Y, and Z. He, he said that the other day about Kevin Mc, McKernan. Okay. Well, guess what? Kevin and I well, you, Kevin, and I, and Joanna, and Andrew Huff, and uh, Richard, and then other people like 
like Brooke Jackson. Like we're putting our money where our fucking mouth is. Yeah. We're actually doing it. So if you think that that's narrative. Yeah. Our necks are fucking on the line now. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't see George. Come on, George. Mm. Come on. Bring Let's that, bring it. those fucking blackberries up for forensic analysis. Stop going, stop going to courtrooms, stop going to court buildings and standing outside with videos and start going inside the fucking courtrooms under oath. That's what you should fucking be doing. Mm. Yeah. Because, because what you're doing is just theater. If you're not willing to go in there and back up what you're saying, then that's theater. And that's narrative. Sorry, George. But that's what it is. Shrimp bailed when the JQ was brought up. He probably felt attacked, went into... Oh, Jew Jewish question. I get it. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But, oh, it's a J-banger. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Who? Shrimpsy. It's another... Uh, uh... Uh, well... Then... Colour me shocked. <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> um... Well, I mean, well, autoimmune, yeah, he should have. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Feeble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just. A... <sighs> it, it, not that you're not important, Kevin, but but Shrimp Zoo. <laughs> I don't even know his name, dude. Was not the cedar of this entire fucking narrative. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Uh, all anyway, right. Uh, <laughs> this isn't just a few people interested in, you know, seeing this, retweeting it, getting a little bit of traction. This is the Chinese national state newspaper is then sharing this information. Who the heck, how did this leak get into the hands of Paul Cottrell? And how is it just so that on the same day, on the same day, that someone texts Paul Cottrell all this this worst case information, which wound up being wrong, by the way. There's also another. It looks like a fake leak out of Buffalo. With How is it wrong? Shrimp zoo. Is there evidence that it's wrong? Um, apparently, Xinhua is the um, Xinhua, yeah, Xinhua. That's that's the main one, and like Kaisin is like the TV channel, if I remember correctly. But Xinhua is the main news outlet for china and, and that's that's the channel that actually did a video drastic so right because we're so because we're so narrative we're such narrative controllers mm. that there's propaganda against us i mean it's it's just i should probably find that video it's pretty funny mm. yeah that'd be yeah. cool i haven't seen it dude so you oh you haven't seen it no. Oh God, it's good. Maybe I have. I've forgotten. <laughs> well, that's because you're old. Yeah. Yeah. We, once again, we get we got to push you across the finish line <clears throat> in a wheelchair. Now, poor Shrimp Zoo then goes on to become a a celebrity of sorts. I don't know how many tens of thousands of uh, of views he had, uh, and regularly streamed on Kevin McCarran's show. Kevin McCarran. I think I don't know. I can't remember how many we did. It kind of been more than a handful, but I remember him dishing dirt on George Webb. Which was funny. ah yeah ah I uh, see um what kind of dirt like uh it was about the blackberries and just uh, shrimp went and fact checked um huh. 
George Webb about these blackberries and these blackberries <laughs> had a completely benign origin that, um, well, basically they would give them to visitors and guests and, um, gotcha. Okay. Well, that does explain mm -hmm. a little bit now. If I'm remembering correctly, but parent PhD in Japan, it's, there's something strange going on there. Shrimp Zoo, I believe also did work with Addy Atz, who I think should just be called NATO Nads. Because he does have family connections to NATO. And if you... <laughs> I'm a real fan of NATO right now, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're that, that you're, one just lines up perfectly. <laughs> you're your spokesperson for like you you're basically just propaganda for NATO. <laughs> yeah, what about what about Papi Putin? <laughs> well, <laughs> oh man kevin you're so god you're so narrative oh that's yeah, just i'm uh, disgusted uh, i'm disgusted to be involved with you like just transparent it's, right it, it's all be it's all becoming clear to me now don't you see don't you see gosh you're just you're just a narrative troll yes well, a troll basically <laughs> wow i feel bad i'm leaving japan <laughs> fuck this of course, if you watch, it, yeah. if you watch the first interview that NATO Nads had with Kevin McCarran, you will see someone who does not stop talking about what a pile of crap the United States is. Oh, those Americans are so fat. Those Americans don't take care of their health. Those Americans. Now, um, if I remember correctly, again, it's hazy to me. That would have been about what's your best um, posture, right? Because I, I had got violently ill in the December, and I been in what turned out to be the uh, hypo center of the um super spreader event of south korea and um you know i was just saying look you need to be um cutting back be in as healthy state as possible and look the simple fact is mark um my american cousins are fatty fatty bum bums right that just don't there is an epidemic of fucking obese, poor diet. And look, I get it. People live on fucking shit food because that's all they can afford. Um, but I love that you just said fatty bum bum. <laughs> should, uh, we Oops, need... Uh, what was it? Not madness. Who did lipo fatty? Lipo fatty. Uh, uh, lipo somewhat... fatty. Yeah, the song Lipo Fatty. Uh, someone will remember. They, they think just because they have freedoms, they don't have to be responsible. He trashes the United States with an American flag hanging behind him. More than I've seen most people trash the United States. This is what I say about calling out the fucking obvious. America's got a fucking obesity problem. No, they don't. Body positivity, Kevin. <laughs> Don't want to upset any of those fat cunts out there, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh... it's supposed to be fucking body shamed. You should be ashamed. Body I'm ashamed of just the state I'm in. But you know, I'm I'm walking wounded. I'm... <laughs> yeah. So so like um. Yeah, I mean when I was in the Marine Corps, like I had to work with Marines who were overweight and, and 
yeah so so we, we didn't have body positivity like you couldn't you, you couldn't um you couldn't identify as being in shape if you weren't in shape like uh, you had to actually be in shape i could do that job dude <laughs> put me in charge put you in charge of what the face out of shape marines to get them in shape that was especially in my later years like i i did that in addition to working out with my own marines mm. um so yes but but understand that only a quarter of the american population and at that age group even could qualify is even within the bmi to be able to ship the boot camp wow is that is that true i mean at least in my 20s and 30s right i was i was ripped (laughs) yes so 25 percent ish of the of of the 18 year olds are are physically fit in terms of their their body shape their size and their height and weight to be able to ship to boot camp wow that is correct holy shit man yeah I had no idea it was that bad. <laughs> and it yeah, was it's bad. that bad. And, and, and it continues to get worse. It's getting harder and harder for recruiters. So they've had to, they've had to like shift the scales just a little bit right. just to be able to fit more people in there. And look, man, a lot of it is that fucking fructose. I mean, we're kind of going up. We're kind of going off on a tangent. Yeah, here. yeah. But um, dive back in. <laughs> it's a point made. Yeah, US, you're all fat. Solve it. Yeah, the first I'm person not, to interview. Oh yeah, that's why we're not. I'm not a bad American because because I, I'm fighting against our corrupt government. Like that's not that doesn't make me anti-American. That makes me um, pro-constitution. Oh, Lipai Fatty, bad manners. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Buster Blood Vessel <laughs> says, Rep. Thank you. Thank you. You don't, you don't right. know this song? Wait, what? Uh, Lipo Fatty. Lipo Fatty? <laughs> That's all I wanted to get to. <laughs> well, Kevin, you have, uh, I love bad manners when I was young. You Madness have, uh, were better, but... Um... You've opened my eyes. <laughs> Thank you for that. I will, I will never forget that. Yeah. Oh, so. well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, thanks. That was yeah. our youth, Kev. Yeah, it, it was. Um, <laughs> but um, I thought Madness were better than uh, bad manners. Well, I mean, Kevin Mc. Oh wait, hang on. Part- I'm about to get a mention. Hang on. It better be important, Rixie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Carry on. Just one up back. I've seen most people trash the United States. This is NATO Nats, who is the first person to interview Kevin McCarran. And then on the following day, this uh, I think it was March 27th. It's Paul Cottrell. NATO Nats interviewing Paul Cottrell. And for the next several, actually, year. This network has worked together, you know, with alliances and hating each other and so on and so forth. 
I have put forth more reasons. Wait, you've put forth what? Reasons that there are for problems about Paul Cottrell uh, effectively. And if you look at the, listen to the Miss Taiwan video, some anonymous caller called in and there was no, re no resistance put up by Paul Cottrell. That the Chinese were going to kill people with their own people with remdesivir. Chinese stole patents. Uh, that there was a you know hot war. Brew. Wait, wait, wait. I I I can't say I've ever seen the Taiwan video, but she was saying that they were get, the Chinese were going to kill people with remdesivir. Mm. Mm. Um, look, man. Just just for those that are um, a little befuddled by um, remdesivir. remdesivir. It's a nucleoside analogue, right? Antiviral medication. Um, it's, if you've taken, um, oh, I forgot the name of the brand name, but a cyclovir, that's a nucleoside analogue. Right? It's just a small rejig of amino acid and i want to say that um acyclovir is lysine right it's based off of lysine and um why do i know this because i had to take a fucking ton of it because of monkey fucking exposures <laughs> just wait uh you should probably be careful how you word that monkey right. fucking exposures <laughs> yes uh... yes uh bite scratches um ah okay just Yes. You may want to choose different yes. phraseology there. Yes. Fucking exposures. Well, usually, usually the phrase that followed after a bite or a scratch was fucking monkey. Ah, okay. Well, I'm just glad we clarified that. Brewing <laughs> uh, that the, 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 there were so many bodies being burned in China that it was just caused, uh, again, this was confirmed by another later caller onto the Cottrell show that there was a uh, black rain, elevated SO2 levels. And again, you know, all we had back then were these reports coming out. And so, you know, I remember the reports in Japan that there was rain in Saitama, black rain coming down. Now, I wasn't in Saitama. I know Saitama. I was, that's where I first landed in Japan. But, um, you know, th there, was, there was a lot of um, suspicion already building by that point because of the location of the Wuhan Institute of Virology being um, so central in, in Wuhan, right? Are they trying to cover up um, some synthetic chimera that they've stitched together? And, you know, I, I was convinced, I'm still convinced after my run-in with it, that it's profile disease profile in those that are susceptible and like i said we learned relatively quickly that there was a risk stratification for this agent but no one knew anything back then as we were trying to figure out what we were seeing come through our screens at that time and you know the I, my gut instinct was this this doesn't concord with didn't concord with flu, didn't concord with norovirus. It was way, way more intense than the normal repertoire of environmental 
um, exposures that you get that form part of our uh, virome that we deal with on a on a daily basis. And the reason now, look, I've had flu and I've had norovirus hit me since what I think was COVID. None of them lit me up where I was literally. I was gone. I, I didn't know where I was. I I'm, I have memories of convulsing on my mattress at some times and just the rest of it my, um, I was so febrile I was in another state and dimension completely and the and I don't remember it really hitting my lungs so much it was the central nervous system for me and you know but then it, in retrospect we can look at it and say well you know I was I'd be one of those that it would hit where you've got a chronic brain injury. Um, you would, uh, it's, it's a weakness, right? It's a, it's a break in the immune barriers that you have, right? And your central nervous sits at, behind many, many barriers relative to your, um, your gut or your lungs, for example. And, you know, the nature should have thought a little bit about smell, maybe. <laughs> uh, you know, the... I, I, again, it's such a... It's such a... There are so many unknowns, I would say, from a research perspective in, in that area. And like I say, prior to that, it was, it was just a suspicion. Yesterday I was talking about... I had to... Sorry, folks, for people looking for the stream yesterday. Um... <laughs> Hey, Jigs in the fat says. Jigs in the chat says, "Lipo lipid nano fatty." That's a good one, bro. That's a good one. I like it. But um, the I had to take it down just because I've got to cut out, edit out a little, um, little bit. Then I'll I'll try and put it back. But um, in, in there, I was sort of scanning again these papers and. There's, they're looking at OC, uh, human coronavirus OC43, right? That it may have been implicated in what was, like when I started my career, glutamate um, hypertoxicity, if you like. Right? You're producing too much uh, hyperglutamatergic state from the subthalamic nucleus was thought to be pivotal in the development of Parkinson's. And it was at this time that the concept of prions was really beginning to start to permeate into more common or crossover from the Kreutzfeldt-Jakob world. What was thought to be a unique disease with a, corresponding to a unique peptide was starting to be peeled back with respect to neuroscience. And it took, I want to say... Nearly, nearly 20 years for it to really become established that you could have proteinaceous infectious particles that could spread uh, or be infective. And essentially, you, would, you could have a scale of infectivity where the Kreutzfeldt or the scrapey prion seems to be extremely toxic. And you have to, you have to deal with that in like a BSL-3, 4... Well, it has a very low threshold in terms of the number of 
with particles in order to mm. trigger. But then some people, again, it's this issue of who's sensitive and who's not. And um, how much how much loading dose do you need? Now, if you get it directly into the brain, these, these experiments were established quite quite some time ago. There's no safe dose once you get past the blood-brain barrier, right? There's, yeah. It doesn't, one, one is enough. One molecule is enough to trigger the disease. Well, you've seen twice in the last four years, you've seen French researchers who died, yeah. who contracted CJD. Young as well, young, young Very researchers. Very young. Yeah. Yes, who who they accidentally pricked their finger, mm. and yeah, and that's all it takes. Yeah, yeah. that triggered massive well, cascade. Prions, prions are fake and gay now. <laughs> I need that. Yeah, uh, prions can't spread. Prions aren't transmissible. Uh, um, tax evading blick. Can you put yeah. that? Uh, maybe I can find it. Crystal Jakob disease doesn't exist, Kevin. It's, it's just all, a. It's all an illusion. <laughs> It's all an illusion. That's why Nobel Prize winner Luc Montagnier's last paper was about uh, vaccine-related Kreutzfeldt-Jakob disease. Mm. I'm mm. sure he's just a fucking retard in part of the narrative. Right, so, right. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> that, those fucking Nobel Prizes just... Uh... Yeah. I mean, there have been... I mean, there has been a lot of shady Nobel Prize stuff. Yeah. And, know. you know, there, there's a story behind HIV... But Luc Montagnier had the integrity to go back and, and be willing to question his own discoveries. Mm -mm. So that says a lot about a man. Yes. And a scientist. Yes. So uh, I don't. But he was also trying to find answers. Mm -hmm. And uh, JC and Mark, they're not trying to find answers. Well, they are, but they're, they're spinning off into a direction that's. Um, uh, look. Like I say, it's uh, he's said it's time to burn bridges. Okay, well, fine. So it's it's so it's I I I no longer feel any um, uh, how should we say um, sympathy. For, in, in, I mean, this. for for almost a year they they've actively uh, gone after me, mm. and then they moved on to other targets, mm. and they happened to just come back to me. Uh, just well, because you're, you're hanging out with the, me, yeah. <laughs> That's... Because, because I'm hanging, because I'm living with you, and uh, and clearly the reason I'm in Japan is because I'm here to nail down the next narrative or the next part of the narrative. I, that that two front. Uh... <laughs> That's why I spent ten weeks here. Was <laughs> was so that way I could get schooled and. <laughs> And fix bayonets for that two front low yeah. intensity nuclear yeah, war, bro. Bayonet. Yeah. <laughs> <That's just stupid>. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have to worry about nuclear war. Nukes aren't real. So. Oh, it's true. Nukes aren't real. So. Yeah. So, yeah, just keep sending people to Ukraine. Put NATO yeah. in there. It's all in. Because <laughs> you're, you're just a, you know, you're a NATO uh, war hawk. Yeah. Uh... That's you. Uh, I, I, I've, I have been in the past, I would say, regrettably so. Well, we all make mistakes, mm. but we're not making mistakes right now. I hope not. That's their problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Very large. 
you know, you know, whatever. <laughs> All right, are we still talking about shrimp? So I forgot. No, I don't even know. No pushback whatsoever. No pushback whatsoever. Oh, uh, in a later Taiwan, interview, maybe. I think it was in May of uh, 2020. It was a roundtable with Paul Cottrell, NATO Nads. Oh wait, and, wait, uh, Jesus, Kevin McCarran. <laughs> wait, Elon Musk is in Japan right now, bro. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> That gets fucking added. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. Well. Oh. You got me. You got me. I've been working for Elon all this time. <laughs> it's all part of the X takeover. Yeah. I got Neuralink chips in my head. And <laughs> just... Goddamn Marine Corps pushing ahead with yeah, that Neurotech. I'm, I'm sitting. I'm sitting here in my 15 minute city, and I've got my Tesla parked outside. And... <laughs> I'm all neurolinked up. That's why I, I don't have a good memory. I'm just all the shit is just feeding directly into my brain. I want my money back. <laughs> That's true. If if I have access to, to Elon's deep pockets, I guess. I guess you, because my memory's turned to shit. <laughs> Yeah, your, your your memory chip didn't work. <laughs> oh god, that that five G link's just a bit faulty. That's true. Must must be all that graphene. PhD. <laughs> <laughs> so, the graphene's Jonathan there, Cooley. but viruses can't spread. So right, right. <laughs> you know, fuck it. Seems legit. Uh, yeah, seems legit, bro. And the only person on that round table that had any realistic pushback and position on trying to and desire to figure out what was going on in New York City, talking about ventilator issues, talking about the possibility of, of, uh, of treatments not being done properly, talking about uh, how statistics may have been augmented. The only person on that call was Dr. Jonathan Cooey. He's the only person that had a reasonable position and reasonable head. Uh, it's just uh, right. Cooey's micro cock and balls a little bit more, but he... <laughs> Uh, oh my god i mean i don't, like even, I say, I don't even know what to say there i don't know what to say to that but uh that yeah that only, was cringe <laughs> yeah the only person really because because you, you were so off base mm. that you're still right today right <laughs> that you were you were attacking you were questioning control then and he's questioning control now mm -mm. And it's a wrong later. type of questioning Oh, sorry, it was the wrong time. So, 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 yeah. Anyway, oh my god. Yeah, the the logic holes just are painful in this. The logic bonus holes. <laughs> yes. Bonus holes all round. Hesitation to jump on board with how bad it was. Paul Cottrell believed it was vitamin D three because people are walking around in the shadows of buildings, spending too much time inside. And in spite of having that information and then the death rate, the number of deaths in New York City just ending, like after a three-week span, watch uh, Woodhouse, uh, uh, Jessica Hockett, to learn how they effectively had DNR orders. People showing up with heart problems. Don't restart. They had DNR orders in the UK, right? And as soon as I fucking heard that, I went ballistic. I was like, you fucking what? <laughs> I didn't hear any other, any other people really bringing it up at the time. But um, the fact that the disabled got auto automatic DNR notices was horrendous 
idea to me. And um, this, um, and look, but you know, the epidemiology is out there that the those who have pre-existing neurological conditions don't fare well after SARS exposure. Um, it's one of the, it's one of the epidemiological data points that we have to work with. Um, the wait, what do I what do I need? Uh, where do I have to go? Kev, I have all the research on Mark in the audio. In the audio, audio what? Audio channel. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but... that heart, the doctor could get coronavirus. Oh my goodness, New York City has more heart problems. It must be because coronavirus causes heart problems. Cottrell completely ignored that and then continued to go on to shows throughout July, August, September, etc., saying... Well, that would um, belie the evidence that was being reported and still is reported that there, um, it will trigger cardiac issues. Now, the mechanism, again, is um, not well pinned down. There's a lot of talk about just sequelae from cytokine signaling, particularly people that have cardiovascular disease but again there's uh, another issue here which is the um, neuroinvasive component um, you can it can get into the central nervous system before it's doing stuff in the lungs and cause problems and no one's shown any data to the contrary that that doesn't happen with SARS and you know does other does Hagecroft do it? Well, maybe that's why there that's why there was suspicion around it with uh, glutamatergic um, excitotoxicity. Um, these are these are things that were all part of the canon of medical literature that I, again I think have been that we've had so many mysteries, medical mysteries cleaned up in the last three years. From, from my perspective, particularly in the neuroscience domain. But to um, to say that everyone was all seeing or all knowing back then um, is a, a bizarre take. Now, was Cottrell again LARPing, um, milking the fact that his fat brother, his brother was a fatty bum bum, died of fucking heart disease? <laughs> well, and he was he was going to be a cardiac doctor, yada yada yada. Um, maybe um, I'm sure that was all part of his little um, scheme and scam. And I don't, have, you know, I don't have an issue with um, Mark's hypothesis that Cottrell was day trading on the news, right, and trying to seed news in this instance. Yeah, it's not like that is a plausible argument to make. Now, granted, he can't prove that, but if if. I was Paul Cottrell and I had a PhD in finance and I was paying attention. Well, then, then yes, it, it would tend to put you in a position where you, you might be able to make certain trades that were beneficial in the long run. Um, insider trading is a thing. Now, granted, he's just making this claim. He's no proof. Mm. Um, it, it, it's a, it, like Paul is capable of doing that, but he's just random. He's just 
using that to make this case to pay, to to put down Paul Cottrell. Mm. But until last week, he was he was friends with George Webb, right? Who's been Paul Cottrell's sugar daddy? Mm. So, like. That's a horrible image. JC should do do a stream where he calls out Mark for not being right on Paul Cottrell from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Just go ahead and burn that bridge. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is all of this is ridiculous. Hang on. This is for you, Charles. Old buddy. We are cool, yeah? Good, good. I knew that day of reliving the wonderful crime suspense drama of Scooby Doo, not Matlock, not Murder She Wrote. (laughs) not even Sherlock Holmes, none of them come close. I even wanted to name one of my kids Scooby all of them, but my wife's parents vetoed it, said it would cause them to be messed up. Bah, what would they know? Now listen up, fucks. My brothers from the project said I must, like I have no choice. Must echo Simon Phoenix's tidbit here. Where is Moderna's headquarters? (laughs) Moderna is located in Cambridge, Massachusetts, United States. Who invested in Moderna? Moderna has 21 investors, including MSD Capital and Biomedical Advanced Research and Development Authority, BARDA. Follow the money. Fuck the distractions these wankers are honing in on. Oh, and Mark says there are no nukes because he worked directly for USDOE and Sandina National Labs. All the hardware from EMC, Dell. NetApp was used in their top supercomputer platform, Circula, 2006 to 2012, underpinning the core analysis for mRNA-related bioinformatics simulations. Boston is the home of dodgy fucker pharma research. Tax evader out. <laughs> Cop that one, you fucks. <laughs> that was fucking great. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Um, all I should be looking at uh, who's the tonic here and uh, his relationships there. Mm? Mm? I want to uh, follow the money. Huh? Hold on. Oh, hold on, sub story. Me wife's, me wife's got hit by bioweapons. <laughs> me kid, me kid, he died from drugs. Oh, God. Bioweapons aren't real, Kevin. <laughs> drugs aren't real. <laughs> my entire, my entire job in the Marine Corps was a lie. It was, it was just all part of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> all part of the Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Well, what happened in New York City has now spread to other states, and they need to wear masks, and they need to take lockdowns more seriously. Do you really think, do you, <laughs> have you looked at the books, look at the books, look at the Kindle books that uh, Paul Cottrell has written, dedicated to what, Doris Hsu, H-S-U, dig around, you'll find several lawyers, Taiwanese uh, and, uh, and Mandarin Japanese fluency. Very good chance that the caller, Miss Taiwan, already knew Paul Cottrell. Meaning he manufactured evidence and manufactured leaks. He manufactured data. Um, this I have no doubt. <laughs> like, like trying to manufacture uh, nano silk. <laughs> Just, I think he's a fucking shyster myself. But um, yeah, I'm more interested about these uh, Moderna contacts. That, uh, oh, old. Uh, uh, all drip all over uh, Husatonic no. live right now. <laughs> no, that's not real. That's that's, <laughs> that's narrative. Um, well, so the bigger question is, what the fuck does this have to do with us? 
<laughs> well, I think we get. I think we're about to get to that bit, dude. Okay. And then never recanted it, never apologized. And this fear led a whole bunch of people that were trying to figure out what was going on to go, wow, this guy must have all the answers. He's. I thought he was a wanker. <laughs> That's just that was just me first. And I think half the reason why he's smiling so much in his videos is because he's a freaking day trader. You don't think a day trader living one block away from the New York Stock Exchange is going to dip a little bit with all of this inside knowledge about exactly how the pandemic is going to play out? Oh, my God. Uh, of, of course. Um, they can't help themselves. Uh, there's a reason those memes exist. Goodness. How irresistible would it be if you were given inside information and potentially were given a little bit of coaching about how to move things along? Yes, I'm coaching. using very forward language right now. I think that... Uh, oh, and, and Co Coaching to move things along. So he's, he's saying that that someone who was also may or may not have been the source of 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 this insider information was was saying, "Hey, Paul, you should you should be." I can't remember that guy's name now. Oh God, Shrimp Sakes. No, 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 no. There's like uh, Jim Jim Kramer. Uh, Jim Kramer. I don't know who that is. I think it's Kramer. Well, his last name is Kramer, but. But he is a big stock guy. He talks about okay. The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So basically, what they're what they're arguing is that is that Paul Cottrell was supposed to be playing up the disaster so that he could make money, make more money off of his insider trades. Mm. I believe that's that's. That's the point. Well, Jigs Jigs has accurately called it out. Quant trading and uh, every little wait for it, not that one. The Jew in Manhattan um does it. Uh, that has goblin characteristics. Um, well, I, I mean it's not just but... not just them. <laughs> Hashtag not all. Just throw you gotta out. have goblin characteristics. You gotta throw that out there. I mean uh it, it, Oh yeah, reverse Kramer, the best stock tips. That's the dude who got fucking the lung clot, right? And uh, he was saying SARS is nothing, and then he got um, he basically got fucking hospitalized with. Uh... Oh well, <clears throat> it, I think it's reverse Kramer that it, that I listened to that basically says, yeah, and it's if it's I'm thinking hard. of the right guy, but um... well, it, I mean. I don't know. Uh, just... we'll, we'll let okay, trade. <laughs> yes, I have no doubt that Cottrell would engage in quant trading on. Um... Once again, but once again, what the fuck does this have to do with us? I don't, well, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we're going to get there in the in the bitch mood that he made. We've had to wait fucking how long? Nearly two hours to get to our part. And well, and, and I want to say a whole lot more right now, but I'm holding back. Don't hold back. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> Let's have it. <laughs> Spit it out, man. Come on. I have several hours of this assault right now queued up. And it's going to be brutal. <laughs> uh, wake me up when it starts, please. <laughs> 
Yeah. I wouldn't want to miss it. Yeah. This network and several other people connected to it have been working together to block people, to confuse, to orchestrate fake drama. <laughs> and the result of that was an escalated perception of fear from the virus, something which you can't question. It's unquestionable to even bring up the possibility that there was fake drama. Yeah. Um, God, like the my, BBC my lost, my lost income isn't fake. Right. Right. That's not fake drama. Oh, but you don't know his pain, Rixie. His son tried to fentanyl and the COVID was responsible. How dare you? Seeding or clones or anything. What, what would I know oh, about somebody, somebody dying close to me from, from COVID? It doesn't matter. Your pain is not his pain. We can, we can forget it. <laughs> what a fucking lame argument to make. Anything else? It doesn't matter how many people died. What matters is what you believe caused it. That's it. And anything, if you don't agree with that, you will be mauled. I have put forward this information here and much more before this, and there's much more coming. And for some reason, Kevin McCarran. Wait, wait, wait. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what's coming now. <laughs> is more upset that Paul Cottrell has made a few pennies selling silver supplements than potentially leaking bad data, which led to emergency use authorization of medicines, which have killed hundreds of thousands of people. In addition, continuing to support the uh, emergency use authorization and the. Now, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> you had enough thank you thank you thank you whoever that was um the uh i'm i'm upset at the breakdown of what i thought was um i don't know some of our loftiest uh, achievements as human beings which was you know the a new science was wrong <laughs> I, I saw how the sausage was made, but to watch it start playing out in real time and to see the the censorship kicking that hit me very hard right at the beginning, right, and then see but, but it. That was all. But that that was all just staged. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Censorship was staged, and then I came along on my own with no assistance. Except, and I exposed a bunch of that censorship, but really what I was doing was exposing it just so that I could further my own narrative. So that way, when I released the diffuse proposal, um, it would all fall you, into you, place You could perfectly. hasten that bankruptcy, sir. That's what you were doing. You know it. You know yeah, it. I just, I just wanted to, Yeah. Making all that Wall Street silver money. <laughs> um, silver. Yeah, I mean, this is what what have I researched for the last three and a half years? I researched the data during the first year, so I know that a bunch of their uh, conclusions that they're drawing from it are wrong. Um, and I have like a hundred graphics, wrote articles about the data. Uh, all of which are still preserved and online and they could read, but they don't. Mm -hmm. um, so, and then I researched scientific censorship. And congressional investigators learned a lot of that, of what they ultimately learned from me, mm -hmm. not from you, not from, not just from us right to know, mm 
because I went through all of their documents. And not from Cooey, not from Housatonic, not from me, the Marine, the bio-warfare fucking Marine that carried on doing his duty even though he was fucking walking wounded. So, so I was three weeks into my last two classes after waiting a year because at first I was going to try to look for a job. Well, first the pandemic was happening. I was, I was enjoying the unemployment that was triple. (laughs) You know what, dude, could I, could I ask her, indulge a favor? Um, You said you had some graphics, right? And you're going to, maybe this is an opportune time to show something because I've drank too much barley tea and I'm about to spring a leak. And uh, I don't have any graphics. Did you not say graphics? Um, at, at hand at the moment I was looking, but, um, well, um, why don't you, uh, just continue on that train of thought, please. I beg your, uh, indulgence in this matter. Thank you. Go ahead. I don't remember what I was talking about. And I don't have the the chat. Um uh well, yes. So I was saying that uh so I was actually studying the scientific censorship after I looked at the data, and then I was in the middle, I was three weeks into my last two classes which had been delayed by a year. Um, And in the middle, I was three weeks into those classes and I made the decision that I was going to drop those classes because I'd started going through the FOIA documents and I'd found some things that were very important. And so I wrote, I started a Substack and wrote my first article in which I discussed some discoveries that I'd made and it was those that series of articles that ultimately got a lot of attention um, and they were uh, glommed off of and and been plagiarized by other people but I discovered things and so I realized I, I wanted to dig deeper and so after discovering things, after only reading a small portion, I literally made the decision to drop the classes because I wanted to focus on going through all of those records, all those FOIA documents. And so I did. And I still owe the school nine grand SMU for those two classes. Ah, fuck them. The, Don't pay it. Which, which were the last two classes for my MBA. Because, because I, what I found was important and I realized nobody else was doing it. And so I had, I had to do it because nobody else was doing it. And I I was doing it. And I I, I, I was control F. I went through page by page to make sure to look, to see what other evidence was in there because I knew that it had to be done. And then I, I cut and pasted, I took screenshots and I cut and pasted and created 174 pages of the most important of those emails from those 93,000 pages and put it into a single file on ResearchGate for free 
that anybody could look at. Mm. And because that project took me, it took me about two months to go through all those pages. Um, because I was only spending about six hours a day doing it. Oh, you slacker, you. How dare you? Yeah, I know. I'm a slacker. But the, in it, while I was doing it, I was also screenshotting things that were of value. And then once I was done, I put all that in chronological order because it was all backwards the way that they, the way mm. that they do the FOIA documents. And then right before I was about to release that, the Fauci emails dropped. And so... So I then spent the next uh, like seven to ten days. I, I read I read all of them in one sitting, and then I slept for twenty four hours because I'd stayed up all night, and then I slept for twenty four hours, and then I spent the next seven to ten days screenshotting those, all the relevant emails from that, putting that in there, and I think it was like the seventeenth of June when I actually published that file. Mm. But um, but that was just the first thing that I did. And I literally dropped my classes because I felt that what I'd found was, was really important. And I wanted to focus on A, raising awareness about it, and B, going through the rest of the files, and C, I also joined Drastic around that same time. So... Just um, a, just a bit of backstory, folks. The world owes Charles, <laughs> big time, big time. Um, quite currently, asked in the chat. Chat. Sorry. Anyone know how Mark and JC met? Yeah. You want to know? I introduced them. I went to great lengths yeah. to try and get JC to listen to my. JC would be ghosting me all the time because of his fucking weed-induced paranoia and lack of fucking spine. And would keep dodging it all the time. But I was going to great, great lengths to get them introduced. Um, so there you go. That's that's part of the narrative for you, folks. Um, that's that's how that happened. Yeah. And I was also introduced to both of them. Well, I was introduced to Kevin by JC. <laughs> yes. Things they never tell you. And then, but somehow, Kevin and I have combined, like like transformers or something, <laughs> and Optimus Prime with Mark himself. <laughs> despite the fact that he was the one who introduced us, um, Kevin is Kevin has brought me to the dark side. Mm. Um, anyway, it's so where the nano silver veins are richer, bro. <laughs> right. So. So hopefully people, hopefully this is helping. Yeah, fill in some gaps for for people. Hopefully, just just so just they know. Filling in some gaps. This is uh, this is like high level uh, e drama for like e, you know the e celebs and that, but with a scientific flavor. Which I which I hate because <laughs> so much time has been wasted, and more people have died mm. because of these distractions, and that's what I hate. Yeah. And then they claim. Then they say that and say, well, more people have died because, because what? Because we're, we're saying that this is real. Right. People can't, people can't die from nothing. Only infectious clones. What, no, what you shouldn't saving, call them infectious clones. What are you saving clones. the world? What are you saving the world from? If there's nothing. Mm. 
but well, I dig it. They, they, he's not saving the world from that two-front limited nuclear war. <laughs> That's all fake and gay. Well, nukes aren't real, Kevin. Right. <laughs> The protocols such as remdesivir oh. and vents. The amount of times people would go to me, is, is he saying nukes aren't real? I'd be like, yeah. yep, that's that's what he's saying, man. Um, look, I, I went to bat for him a lot in <laughs> the background. But, you know, it's, it's showing how skewed his analysis is here and what he's saying and what he's about to lead up to. Um, the... <laughs> Well, just the the networks that uh, he's going to pull, imagine into existence right now. Yeah, well. Information which came forward by a very, very Long Island American sounding Miss Taiwan who had the capability of supposedly doing some type of translation. You would think if Kevin McCarran was so concerned about life, he would be a little bit more upset about that than trying to fight all the little grifter networks. <laughs> yeah. All those, all those hours, all those hours spent busting him and all the, all the other shysters out there and saying, you've got to be data focused right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Wanker. What is it? What is the thing we've been doing? <laughs> not looking at the data. We're not looking at the data right now because we haven't addressed this bullshit. I literally, I literally created the world's largest repository of origin SARS-CoV-2 origin research. Mm. And I've read every single one. That doesn't count, Charles. 2,540, uh, I don't know, something like that. Doesn't, doesn't count. Ari Kui can read stuff and interpret. Because I read all of those before. Like, I've read more than that. Mm. That's just the stuff that I felt was worthy out of everything that I've read to put in there. It's not everything that I've read. It's just everything that I've gone through that I said, okay, this should be a part of it. And so, I mean, I don't even know what to say. Like, we are doing the work. Yeah. <laughs> not, not spurging out from, well, it's, it's fulminating THC-induced psychosis right now from, well, you know, Let's just say they plot very, very left on the spectrum, let me say. That's all. That is an act, everyone. It's an act. I'm sorry, it's an act. Listen to the, listen to the NATO NADS interview with Kevin McCarran. NATO NADS was in Japan. Kevin McCarran's in Japan, married to a Japanese wife. Paul Cottrell worked in Japan. Uh, I'll just correct you there, dude. Um, Pakistani, half Pakistani. Japanese, I'll have you know. Just, uh, just get it fucking right. Japan married to a Japanese wife, although I believe she grew up in Michigan. Charles Rixie is currently in Japan. Um, no, my wife didn't grow up in Michigan. That's what people thought just there. He's alluding to uh, the silver merchant's um, wife, uh, I believe. Just so we're clear. I think effectively living with Kevin McCarran. What is going on here? Oh. How dare you come to Japan for a reset, Charles, for yeah. a break? How dare yeah, you? I, I must have. I must have come for some nefarious purpose. Mm. Well, like I say, it's that uh, limited two-front nuclear exchange. Fix your bayonet right now. 
Meanwhile, this is called stirring up drama. No, this is called calling this out. Because until we all see and acknowledge that there is a network of people that have been putting forward fake arguments, fake alignments, leaking out bad data. <laughs> so what he's trying to do there is uh, it's a calumny where he's trying to conflate um, any interaction into something more solid than what was essentially people trying to figure out what was happening as 2019 ended and 2020 began. And um, he he has been part of it far, far more. He's the one that I, I blew off George Webb real fucking quick when I found out that he'd um, been part of the Charleston port shutdown, right, for f talking about WMDs coming in through that port. And Well, I mean, George Webb is obviously an expert. George Webb Swigert. He not clearly forget. knows more than I do mm. about chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear weapons. Right. And defending against them. So, um, Kevin, you were wrong. Uh. Well, except except now it's okay to, because now they're upset with George Webb. <laughs> so I'm really confused. I'm really confused over what side I'm supposed to be on here. Like what's acceptable and what's not. All right. So you all, you all got Scooby Dude. So I'm just going to stick with the fact that that I do know what I'm talking about, mm. because because I I did put on the uniform and that was my job, and I used to teach others about that, and I worked with the Department of State and um, and George Webb didn't. I don't know if George Webb is just some internet rando or some cia dude i don't i don't know um he's definitely got links to intelligence services through his father well i mean the bottom line is is that um why is he an expert mm. in these things what mm. makes him an expert mm. that's what people should be asking is he a journalist is he is he an expert is he a savior mm. of some cult i, I don't know but my job was this. He did used to be in computer sales before. In computer sales. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If I remember correctly. But, you know. Seems legit. Right. Well, the bottom line is, is that, you know, I've been willing to, to throw out who I am and what I've done. And anybody can go look and see that, you know, I was, I was, one of the judges for the the Marine Corps uh, 2017, I think, Commandant's Innovation Challenge. And I was I, I was the lowest ranking person on that panel, going through all those submissions, and I went through innovation symposiums, symposia, symposia, I mm. can't remember symposia. I guess would be the plural. Um, um, with mostly officers because I was somewhat educated and I was uh, paying attention to the innovation space. And uh, I don't remember seeing George Webb there. You sure? Yeah. I don't, remember teaching George Webb. I don't remember teaching George Webb when I was a warrant officer instructor. I <laughs> could have, but since he's six, eight, it, it would have been hard to miss him. Right. Or six, whatever he is. He's tall. I'll I just know that. that he's even taller than JC, apparently. So 
I, I want to say, yeah, probably. Right. So probably. the bottom line is, is that George Webb, I'm sure he's done some stuff and reported on some things and that's great. Um, I've also done some things and reported on some things during this pandemic. And um, I've also discovered some things and made a difference in some areas. And so to be attacked as some narrative hack, mm. um, well. Starlight Sign says, why are you out the military, Charles? Seems you had a big future, if you want to say. But... I did have a big future. I left after 15 years because of PTSD. Because I, I made that decision not to re-enlist for the final time while I was going through those three months. Therapy for that. Walking so, wounded. Um, so that's why I left the Marine Corps. I didn't want to leave the Marine Corps. I loved being a Marine. I loved being a leader of Marines. I loved mentoring young people and make them trying to make them slightly less stupid and a little more prepared for life. And uh, I went from that and I started a new life. And I didn't... Like, In I miss the poor it. house. <laughs> I miss it. Well, at first I didn't. At first things were great. Mm -hmm. And then the pandemic happened. And then I made the decision that... Um, I could, I could eventually get back to a place where I could have a house like that again and a life like that again. But I couldn't look myself in the mirror and uh, and quit doing the digging that I was digging because I thought that it was too important. I can I can go back and I can I can get that nice house someday again. But this is about saving the future because if we don't, then it won't matter. Yep, yep, yep. So, so I, you know, I've paid the price and then I've been stabbed in the back while doing it. Mm. Getting knifed so, in your foxhole, dude. <laughs> so, you know, so, so when I get called disingenuous, that means something to me. Because I don't see I don't see JC with a different background. I don't see him living in a short term apartment. I don't see JC helping me to unpack all my stuff when I go back to an apartment by myself. When I pick up the keys on the twenty third, so the day after I get back, yeah. I, don't, I don't see him there like helping me un unload stuff from the pod. So pod, oh god, it sounds so, so, so dystopian, dude. So I don't give a fuck mm. what they have to say about that. I, I, I just really don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lick spittles. Because uh, when when they're streaming, they, they're still they're still the same background. They're still in the same room. If you've watched me stream with Kevin for the last nine months, you've seen different backgrounds all the time. And there's a reason for that. So, yeah, I do take it personally. Yeah. And somebody tries to say that I'm disingenuous. 
look, for what Mark's saying, look, I'm kind of sad to sort of lose him as a friend or what have you, but um, <laughs> just uh, he's making an even bigger lol cow, and um, that's that's got value to it to me. <laughs> I'm gonna keep keep milking this lol cow till till it runs dry. <laughs> There will be more pandemics. There will be more lies. There will be more mandates. No shit. No shit, bro. Like, uh, like what happens in uh, <laughs> global conflagrations, you mean? Like we're heading down right now? That you're not doing anything to fucking stop? There will be more destruction. And today, now we see we are rewarded with effectively moving on from COVID. We don't want to call out Robert Malone. In fact, we want Robert Malone to run the entire resistance. I, I don't know who who he's alluding to here. Us? Uh, uh, yeah. Um, so, so <laughs> he, he can't possibly be alluding to us. Uh, Look, man. I, I don't I've said it before. I'll say it again. Um, at the fact that he comes from that background, that you made money in that domain, that was a conscious choice. And... Um, that speaks to sketchy ethics on my perspective. Um, uh, at any time, have have we said good things about Malone? No, I mean I've I've praised him when I think it's been appropriate when he's. Well, um, well, yeah, we've said that he's been willing to say some things, but mostly we've trashed the fact that. You know he's guilty of sin for ha having GP one twenty patents mm. and things he doesn't talk about. Yeah. So I don't have loyalty to to Robert Malone. I'm 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 fighting for the truth, not not because I want some political party to win or I want some future position in some administration or anything else. Because if I was, right now they're hiring. Right now there's a lot of there's a lot of people positioning themselves. A lot of a lot of doctors, a lot of scientists, saying or doing whatever they need to do, to to get picked to do things mm -hmm. later on. And, yep, and yep, yep. by extension of that, they're they've stopped. You, you've you've seen a halt on all of our momentum in terms of uncovering this. Yeah. And so it's literally going back to just drastic, literally drastic, um, starting to going back and digging and pushing out more information alone, mm. maybe with us right to know because people don't want to rock the boat Yep. because the, right now they're focused on picking the winners for 2024. They're like, I want to make sure I'm on the right side and I'm yeah. not doing that. No. So, the I mean, truth, I'm not going to play that game. Truth, um, you know, revealing comes with uh, a degree of, well, yeah, hardship. It does suck, as it says in the chat. But um, the what you're seeing is people right now not following through on where the evidence points, or or they'll take it and go in the completely wrong direction right now of the of the bigger names etc um and um 
there's very, very few people that are aiming at the real issue here is this next generation weapons that are coming. And we just had a taste of that. There's plenty more. Plenty more. They're loading up. <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't just going to fire one round. That would be stupid. Because it's rude to say he did something bad by being part of a cabal, which made Remdesivir the standard of care long before any of that Jordan Walker crap. It started in 2017, 2018, 2019. It was going to be the only answer. And either it is the worst act of medical malpractice and the biggest mistake ever made in the history of medicine, or there's no other way of looking at it. Well, again, this is, this is where you've, you've got to be looking at, do people get harmed by a drug? Yes. Right? Do people get harmed by cyclovir? Yes. Do we still use it? Yes. And the consensus that I can see in the clinical literature is that it seems to be of help to some people. Well, the majority of people that seem to get exposed to it. But again, the timing matters. The um, many, many factors seem to matter in, a, in this um, pathology. But the, to try to... I want to see the evidence of the safety signal that they're talking about right now. And I don't, right? It's kind of like talking about, um, what's the childhood raise disease? You can't give them aspirin, right? Yeah, I don't remember. Something like that. But um, <laughs> you don't know till you give your child aspirin whether they have it or not, right? And so that's why they, set, they use uh, Tylenol basically, acetaminophen, because it's a risk for young kids. You don't know, and you may, you may end up in... Doesn't mean we stop fucking using aspirin. <laughs> I, was, I was imploring people to think aspirin will probably fucking save your life with this thing, because we know what it is now. It's a systemic, disseminated coagulopathy. And that's one of the primary symptoms. And... <laughs> bring bring the receipts for remdesivir remdesivir being as toxic as they're making out like we listened to the space a little bit earlier where he's talking about the young girl danielle um that was a girl that had her lungs blown out from venting nothing to do with uh remdesivir from what i can tell i don't have the medical notes next to me and well, I mean, we, we listened to the space because we did our due diligence. And the space was literally titled, titled Remdesivir. Mm. And it had the person's name. I don't can't remember her specific name. Um, so my apologies for that. But um, she proceeded to tell a story about her 20-year-old daughter who had special needs and uh, who died. And she was able to get the medical records. And she was able to get an autopsy done. And she went, she went through this whole story. And the autopsy showed that they, they put her, they, the medical records show that they put her on a ventilator when she had 95% oxygen. And the autopsy showed that she had blown out her lungs 
Tell people what you measured my oxygen at, dude. Uh, what, what, it was a 91, yeah. I think. Yeah, so just... I, I could rock up at a hospital right now and they'd put me on a vent with those um, That's stats. That's correct. Yeah. But you've never, you've never fully recovered. No. no. And, and, and we checked it a couple of times. And, and, and mine was, you know, 98, 99. And so... What people need to understand is that ventilators on it's, people that it's don't the thing need of them, last resort, right? It's what you, you go on ventilator when they don't need them. First of all, if they do need them, that's a bad situation. Mm -hmm. But if you put them on a ventilator when they don't need it, then that can. That you know can when you need them? When you've swallowed a bunch of fentanyl and your breathing shut down and you've starved your brain of oxygen and you can't maintain respiration. It's true. That, when that you need one. them. That is one instance. Mm. But the bottom line is, is that that wasn't a story about remdesivir. Mm. Because medical records said that they gave her remdesivir. But then we went and looked and we saw what the dosing regimen was for remdesivir. And we looked at the LD50 for remdesivir, a lethal dose, which was 1,000 milligrams per kilogram. Mm. And the dosage that they were given was 200 milligrams first, first day. And then for the next four days after that, 100 milligrams. God, when you take acyclovir, dude, for uh, herpes B exposure, God, you have to eat like a couple of grams of it a day. It's awful. You do feel fucking terrible. <laughs> right. Well, so to now, this doesn't, that LD50 is, it, it's not, an ex, it's not the same because it doesn't take into account A, that this is a pro drug and B, what it's doing whenever it gets into the body. But what we're, but. It vents fuck people up. Yeah, we knew this. We knew this early on. The LD50. The, the LD50 to like just nuke and shut down body systems is like a hundred to a thousand times, depending on your, your size, a greater than the dosage that they were given. A thousand milligrams per kilogram. What that means is for me, that would be 75,000 milligrams. <laughs> that would be the LD50. That's how much you'd have to give me. So I, I can't even do the math. What is that? Mm. 7.5, 75 grams, 7.5? 7.5. No, seven, 75. Yeah, 75. sorry. It's, it's a little late in the... Yeah, yeah same. Early, <laughs> Don't ask morning. me to do mental arithmetic. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, I have a degree in history. So <laughs> but the bottom line is, is that it's, it's 100 times greater or whatever it is. Mm. And... That's a fuck ton. Mm -mm. And so it's not that that's doing it. Because now, could it could be how much damage? to shred the kidneys? Um again it does it does shred the kidneys if there's that AKI um acute kidney injury. Right. That that is a situation where um remdesivir could could nuke that. And there was literature showing that that was the case. Well, it could However, be inducing the acute kidney injury itself as well. And 
the right. But the issue is, it's like the Ray syndrome. With I wanted to just check um, what what it's called, just to be factually correct. Race syndrome is a rare but serious condition that causes swelling in the liver and brain. Um, does it involve aspirin though? Uh, the case for a causal link with aspirin. Glasgow, 2006. Um, and like I say, I was on the money. Again, um, again, in have they gorged themselves at the trough as they used this um, on-patent drug? Yeah, for sure. For sure as shit they did that. Well, that's, that's the key point here. That's the key point. Um, remdesivir um, is crap. But remdesivir is like a thousand dollars per dose or something, and hospitals were it was on the protocol, and then the hospitals took that protocol and forced it on patients, and they were getting paid <laughs> for for each of their serious patients. They were getting paid. There was monetary incentives on multiple sides to use this patented drug and like the NI I believe the NIH shares the I mean the basic research for that drug was done by Ralph Barrick and Mark Dennison so Fauci might be receiving royalties for that yeah for sure I mean somebody at the NIH is and Barrick is. But I also, I, I sent I sent you a picture, Kevin, that I uh, that I made that you've seen before. But it shows, it shows literally the captions of a video from February of 2014. I'm sorry, from from February 14th of 2020, where Ralph Barrick and Mark Dennison are talking about how. You, remdesivir is only good early on and it's useless for anybody who's already hospitalized. Literally, it says, later stage, they reduce virus titer but don't have significant impact on virus disease. So this is leaving us with the idea that we can give active drugs that work prophylactically early in disease. But when it's ARDS settled in, acute respiratory distress syndrome, settled in with complexities, antiviral alone is not going to rescue that particular disease. So to treat those in an ICU on a ventilator might as well not design the trial. That was Mark Denson. And then, and then, Barrett talks about how it drives a pro-inflammatory TH1 response so that should be considered. And th this was of particular concern in elderly individuals whose, whose immune systems are weaker because they saw the same thing in mice. Mm. And vaccines, <laughs> vaccines as well used to kill the, the elderly mice so the, for the original SARS vaccine. 
And then last but not least, to complete the holy quadrinity here, um, chloroquine is a broad alchemization agent. The idea is spectacular. And this is February 14th of 2020. And these are these are the two individuals. I mean, there's more, but but they led the invention, discovery, and the patenting of remdesivir. Yep. Uh I don't see Robert Malone on that stage. And you don't need Robert Malone. So if you're mad about remdesivir, you should be mad at Mark Dennison. You should be mad at Ralph Barrick, who, by the way, not only were responsible for remdesivir, but they were responsible, they were discovering prior to remdesivir, the target for remdesivir, which was NSP-14. And also Ralph Barrick basically did all the work necessary to create a virus just like SARS-CoV-2. Yeah. Yeah. Why isn't so, Mark spending more time on Barrick? <laughs> yeah. Why aren't you pissed at Barrick? What the fuck does Robert Malone have to do with Vecleri? Because, yes, Robert Malone was involved with, with the domain. But, um, but Robert Malone wasn't the one who was pushing remdesivir. Robert Malone was pushing famatidine. He was pushing fusion inhibitors. He was saying that the vaccines were likely to cause ADE, which, by the way, is the same exact shit that Bill Gallagher said mm. on January 31st of 2020. He said that fusion inhibitors would work because of the, the homology between the class one fusion protein of SARS and MERS and SARS-CoV-2 and with HIV-1. So he recommended an HIV-1 drug called Fusion. Look, man, the Chinese were using a whole bunch of HIV drugs as... Um, yeah. I right. mean, even Paul Cottrell was able to, was able to pick, up, pick up that. And so Paul Cottrell was right mm. about that. But we're sitting here, and you're, you're talking about Robert Malone... And and he's not he, he wasn't part of that domain decision that led to remdesivir. He the paper that he published on March second of twenty twenty, so two weeks after um, Barrick and Dennison sat on a stage and said remdesivir will be useless in the hospital. Um, two weeks after that, Robert Malone published the paper in which he talked about other things, and never once mentioned remdesivir. So this whole link is ridiculous. Mm. Robert Malone is a turd. He should be investigated. He's he knows more than he's saying. Yep. But Ralph yep. Barrick and Mark Dennison are the ones who created Remdesivir, and it was Fauci who pushed it. And, the and thing I don't is, know. Right I don't now, know why. I don't know why people are trying to distract from that. Yeah. I really don't. And. Until you've until you've got the safety signal like you're seeing with the gene transfection, I, I, you're going to have to have a lot of 
well, they just aren't, I, I don't think there are the publications or studies available to you. Just just saying um, Mendesivir was responsible for your crash. I mean, sure. we, can't, we can't say for sure. Mm. I mean, no. could they have done more monkey testing? Maybe. More preclinical testing? Maybe. But with a thousand milligrams per kilogram LD50 in mouse, um, you know, there's a... That would have given them a wide... It's not fucking cyanide. <laughs> there's a case to be made. Because if they're putting them on ventilators... That is a far more deadly um, thing. And it, who who bust the fucking vent thing was a that doctor in New York? Sit down. That's right. That's right. And guess what? It was you that put that on Twitter. Mm. Well, I think you saw it on Twitter, and then but then you put it on video. Mm. I that was you. Yeah. That wasn't that wasn't JC. Mm. That was you. Mm -hmm. you know but whatever that doesn't matter because because we're the devil <laughs> scheming all the way here in japan with elon musk scheming all the way yeah with elon i'm gonna go say hi to elon in a little bit <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're sit just, down we're just going to the after party at 3 30 yeah 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 the after party <laughs> See, the, you don't know but the background like i'm gonna walk out the door and elon's sitting right there <laughs> This is this Tesla three we're gonna... in the background right now. Yeah. But the filters are so good, you can't hear it, Licks Bills. <laughs> so ridiculous. So anyway, so so why are they focused on Robert Malone? Should Robert Malone be investigated? Yes. But why are they focused on Robert Malone when I just showed you the two inventors of the drug saying that it's worthless in hospitals? So even they weren't pushing it. Mm. I mean, they were going to take the receipts. Yeah. But it wasn't them. And it wasn't Robert Malone. I, I remember we, we the... We already know who it was. The Chinese trying to make it themselves, right? And sort of move in on the, like right. the patent the, the space. The Chinese tried to, tried to patent it. Mm. They literally tried to patent it. They, mm. stole, like they, they stole it. They had been working with Ralph Barrick. So they knew of the molecule. And so they tried to patent it. And guess what? They did their own clinical trials. And then they said, yeah, this doesn't work. No, no, it's good. Which is why that's what pushed Fauci to come out in public and say, oh, remdesivir is, the, is, is, is amazing because it, it reduces time and whatever, which wasn't even the original end point for the study. But he did that in the White House, in the Oval Office. Why? Because the Chinese were about to come out with a study saying that remdesivir was fucking worthless. Yeah, I remember that. That is why. And it was Fauci who was pushing it. And I forget, I don't remember if it was Rick Bright or, or Robert Cadlick. I don't remember which of the two was the one that was also pushing it. Mm. But the bottom line is, it wasn't Robert Malone. Like, what... Robert Malone was not on that stage pushing remdesivir. Even Barrick and Denison weren't pushing remdesivir. They were saying the truth, that it was fucking worthless, and that chloroquine sounds spectacular. Why? Because it had worked for SARS-1. 
and they knew it. And that's from a video that you can go on YouTube and watch. And I did watch it. Why? Because I did my fucking research. So anyway, um, so. But if, yeah, I don't, I don't know. If here's what I suggest. Here's what I suggest. If you have the balls, Mark and JC and George or, or Paul, I don't want to hear you comment on our video unless you have the balls to put the link to the full video underneath your stream. So that way that your audience can see it for themselves. It's chopped up little bits and pieces. That's what I want to see. Because right now, I, all I've seen is that you hide behind a screen, not talk about the science, and attack people. Attack, you, attack, you literally attacked my character, slandered me to get me out of the way before. Yep. And then after I was gone, then you pissed all over my grave. Mm. Publicly. While, while trying to uh, get Mark a job as well while trying to get mark a job yeah 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 after guess who got that job guess who recommended you mm. and gave rfk your phone number it wasn't robert malone <laughs> but it was robert malone who saw the stream and said hey these guys might have something important and then what did you do? You went around and started attacking him and me. So you literally attacked the person who who brought us to the attention of RFK Jr. and Senator Johnson. So congratulations. L look at what you've won. Yeah, uh, fighting down here in the gutter where, uh, <laughs> you know what, a Marine and someone like myself can fight all day and all night. <laughs> yeah, so I don't want to see, I don't want to see a fucking giga. I don't, I don't want them to even talk about this stream unless they, unless they can have the balls to put the link in the chat. So that way, the, so that way their audiences can, can listen to us themselves instead of listening through a filter well you know pretty much there's a lot of crossover on the audience now look i remember begging people to go over and support jay at the time right where he was getting slammed and losing his job yeah, and... i came to him i came to him because i a i trusted him i wanted to help him and i wanted to deliver my findings on his platform mm -hmm. And after he invited me to my house or to his house. No, he didn't do that. You just rocked no, up on his I door. Just, I just randomly showed up on his doorstep with my wife and two-year-old daughter at the time. Just just randomly showed up. But he, he offered to have a sleep in his basement. And now he says that I just randomly showed up on his doorstep. I mean... <laughs> and then I ate dinner at his dinner table twice. Well, I don't really have a dinner table, dude. So, yeah, you really don't. <laughs> table. 
<laughs> but I've eaten, I've eaten dinner at your house, you know, like 30 times. <laughs> and I don't want to compare, I don't want to compare like the cooking of people because I don't, I, I'm going to leave the wives out of this. <laughs> yeah. But I want, I want JC to have the balls to expose his audience to the actual other arguments. Because right now he's not. Mm. Right now he's picking and choosing, which is exactly what the people that we're fighting are doing. Yep. And I refuse to act that way. Mm. And yes, I have to put up with Kevin. He can be <laughs> obnoxious sometimes. Think about I know I'm a fucking asshole, right? It's a... Uh... Comes with the territory, but you know what? Like Charles, I bring certain skill sets to the table, and that's all. And you have to measure which which is more accurate over longer time periods, which which delineates the problem that you're trying to fucking solve right now. And spurging about the little Ashkenaz in New York. <laughs> Oh man! Um, look, look. Some of your humor is off color. Um, but the bottom line is, we're talking about the evidence. I'm not. I'm not. Re I'm not repeating what I said nine months ago all the time. I, I, mean, I am a bit, but we're always incorporating the new science that mm. comes in, which is we're the best. All all us. And a mensch have right now, folks. We all we have is our wits to try and pass this tsunami of data that's being thrown at you, and that's part of what the way they probably felt comfortable pulling the trigger the way they have done is that they knew that there would be this um, avalanche where it wasn't like that twenty years ago. Hey, yeah, you had to read the historical literature, but it just it wasn't that you could do that. Right, as part of your PhD, right, a few, few thousand papers, and uh, you probably got it down pat with respect to your particular um, discipline. Of course, you would be expected to read wider than that um, to sort of get the degree of uh, philosopher, like a doctor of philosophy. But the um, there's, like I say, I I, I, all, all I can see is it just accelerating at the moment right now you're going to need the large language models in order to even approach the data and then you're going to have, how much do you trust the language model etc etc um uh let's see um brett weinstein's calling in apparently dude what hang on you know, I have a bone to pick with Mark Kulak. Also, for starters, it shows how much of an amateur Captain Plutonium 239 inches, a.k.a. nukes, don't exist. Trust me, Mr. Oppenheimer went to the same fucking synagogue as my family. Ask Eric that science is 100% legit. <laughs> anyway, the intellectual dark web bullshit bullshit Mark. Fucking bonus hole lover. Fuck you. <laughs> Boom. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna leave it there, man. It's 24 in the morning. Um, I don't. I don't think there was much more in there. It's just that he's he thinks that there's a, a 
uh, cabal in Japan. There's a um, Japanese conspiracy. <laughs> well, I mean, Liverpool just picked up a Japanese player too, so they died of fucking sellouts. And it, so it was go. known ahead of time. That oh you shit! Sorry, I was trying to stop the share. Stop share. Um. <laughs> wow. Uh yeah. All right, dude. Um, I'll let you get to sleep. I'll wrap this up, and um, you know what? I think we'll go out on uh, bad manners. Kind of uh, sums things up nicely right now. Um, you go rest your head, soldier. I will wrap up here. All right. Let's get it. Uh, Using well. that medicine the wrong way was going. Um, no, they used Rendesivir for exactly what they intended it for. That's the thing. Um, right. Uh, I am going out right now. Or out to bed. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, it's late. I'm fucking tired. You heard what my blood O2 is like. Um, the uh, different ending. Um for now uh let me just do this if i can go to here and uh listen my american cousins you're all fatty bum bums so let's do this or this and we'll go out on uh bad manners lip up fatty hey oh no wrong front window <laughs>
Don't watch that. Watch this. This is the heavy, heavy monster sound. The nuttiest sound around. So if you're coming off the street and you're beginning to feel the heat, well, listen, Buster, you better start to move your feet to the rockinest, rock steady beat of madness. One step beyond. 